the Grand in Wilmington. And when Brian Regan came to play, I asked if he could get an autograph for my brother because yeah. we've always been such big fans. So Brian, Brian Regan wrote, uh, we actually go by Reagan, but whatever. And yeah. wrote, uh, uh, to Brian Reagan from Brian Regan, however you want to say it. I hope I didn't misspell that. And he misspelled the word misspell, and I love the shit out of that. That's amazing. That's, that's incredible. I shaved my face, like, with a razor for the first time in, like, 11 months today. Looks Why? Good. Just for the hell of it? Yeah, I just had to do something because uh, I was in a real Mr. Mom slump. And, uh, you know, I just had to clean up and go you for it. You had to burn the flannel shirt. That's right. Do you, what did you use to shave? 220, 230? Yeah, 221, <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> You're looking good, Ian. You look clean. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like my lip, there's no... It's like that it, big. Yeah, it's just, there's like a mile. My, my, my daughter said, it looks, it looks like you have more space to talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, I like everyone drinking at the same time. Yeah, just the this, this Slurp podcast. I saw everybody drinking. I knew I had a shot at a line. I had to take it. <laughs> are, are you able to do any kind of stand-up or anything like that, Chip, like via? Yeah, I've done some Zoom stand-up, which has been, which is, for what it is, it hasn't been bad. You know, you you think it could be terrible, but it, it's it's actually gone fairly well the few times I've done it. Uh, you know, people are starting to do some outdoor shows and, I'm just a, I'm a hypochondriac, a germaphobe. I'm just not ready for that just yet. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, so we'll see. But, yeah, but I've been doing some online stuff, and, uh, which has been fun. And then trying to get – I've been trying to do some podcast stuff too. Mary Radzinski and I are working on a podcast, and we're trying to bank a couple of episodes before we release. So uh, sure. just doing some writing, just tr trying to read. I actually read now. I've never been a reader in, like, my adult life, but I have time to do it now. So I well, – you got, you got, Are you just working your way through the bookshelf behind you? Oh well, the sad thing is these are uh, these are CDs and DVDs. I assume that's what you're reading. <laughs> yeah, I just read. Yeah, I just read my uh, you know uh, por pornos for pyros uh, album cover right oh, here. Open that up. Look at the liner notes. Do they thank me in that one? That was always my thing. Anytime I bought a CD, I'd open it up to see if they yeah. thank me. Just yeah, to in see, case. just in case it doesn't. Oh, it actually says Brian Reagan, so God, your brother. Well, <laughs> he was very yeah. supportive. Yeah, of both I, porno and pyros. Both porno and pyros. I, uh, I literally, besides my car, which I almost never use, I don't have a mechanism to even play these anymore. But I just can't get rid. Of, like I just can't get rid of them. Like yeah. they're just well, they're my, uh, the wall. my history. Uh, uh, those, those look like they might be load bearing at this point. That one hundred percent are. If I take this down, the entire the entire building is coming down. The roof will fly off. Yeah. No. This is a. Uh, this is here for good. I think the next people who move in here are definitely going to uh, are definitely going to have to enjoy my promise ring uh, discography. So, uh, and oh, one book, my current book that I am reading, uh, "Naked" by David Sedaris. Oh, that's a great oh, book. A great one. Anything I I read it like ten years ago, and I'm re I forgot about it. I'm rereading it. It's so funny. My favorite era of the uh, quarantine so far, of the lockdown, of whatever you call it, was this May. Uh, when it was like first getting nice out and we do have in the back of our place, we do have a little, uh, I have a parking spot between behind my house in South Philly, which is, I'm very lucky to have that. But it also doubles as a nice little, like we have like a little sitting area where we can sit and actually be outside in the car. So, you just go sit in the car. You know, we roll down the windows. It's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I sit there and I read, uh, I read the book 
because uh, I'm obsessed. It's my favorite movie. I read the the novel Jaws yeah. the first time. You'd never and read it before? I never read the novel. Oh, yeah. It's great. And oh. I also read the Jaws log, if you haven't read that. It's amazing. Carl uh, uh, Gottlieb? Yes. the awesome. One of the screenwriters of, yeah. of Jaws and uh, just takes you through the whole thing. And, oh, my God, that was like my favorite two weeks of the quarantine so far. I just sat out back and, and read those two books. Yeah. For, for the improv nerds, Carl Gottlieb was part of the family in San Francisco. And mm -hmm. a bunch of them do like uh, Catherine O'Hara and uh, Michael. McKean. He was in the committee too. Is that the oh, committee? I'm sorry. You're right. It was committee. That was the name of it. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, yeah. Family was Chicago. Uh, the committee, um, they did a lot of the audio in like scenes where like just talking and stuff. So if you listen and can really identify voices, you can hear Michael McKean. You can hear Catherine O'Hara. It's just so cool. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, Chip, here's what I challenge you to do. Uh, I did this a long, long time ago because there's a scene in Jaws that always sat weird with me. And it, okay. it's the scene where um, where Hooper comes to the house for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the dinner's awkward. And um, Brody's wife, I forget the actor's name, uh, Ellen something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lorraine Gary. That's it. Yeah. She laughs at everything that Richard Dreyfus says. And even when he doesn't say funny stuff, and I was like, and I knew there was a book, and I was reading it, and I was like, I wonder if they have a thing in the book. And then when I read oh, the book, wow. I was like, ah! But I would say this, man, after this year, you know, watch Jaws, then go back and read it again, because the first time I read that, I was like, Peter Benchley is brilliant. And the second time I read it, I was like, this book isn't that good, but the movie's fucking great. The movie, it's one of the few where the book is not as good as the movie. Yeah. It's, they just, they made it so much better. And yeah. it's, I, and I enjoyed the book. I, yeah. I definitely enjoyed it, but, but boy, I mean, and of course, you know, like I've also grown up with the movie, not the book. So that's what I, but oh God, the movie's so good. It's, it's the best. Awesome. I'm wearing shark pants right now. This nice. is a ensemble. I have Brian uh, Wilson uh, shirt, and I'm not going to show you my pants. Well, can I? Yeah, let's, let's, let's pretend I'm not going to read the Jaws novel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the cliffhanger that you threw out there. They have well, an affair. Why throughout dinner? They do. They have, an, they have an affair, and the mob is involved in the book. The, the mob? The really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the mob's involved. And then, like, a lot of the. Dreyfus was oh. banging the sheriff's wife? Yeah. 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 And he was... dies. Big spoiler for the book. Screw you. Yeah. And it's not a it's not a great white, it's a lone shark. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Out Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey Steve. And our storyteller is Chip Chantry. Chip, thanks for being here. Hello, Steve. Thank you for having me. It's all yours. Would you guys like to hear a story? I would love oh, it. Oh, tell us a story, Chip. I right. love it. I want to tell you a story about my favorite coffee shop ever. So picture your favorite coffee shop. If you're coffee drinkers, my friends here, or the listeners out there, uh, do, you have a, do you have a favorite coffee shop, a place that you like to go? And I'm always big on a themed coffee shop. So you, you know how it's like, the library coffee shop and there's like books everywhere, you know, it's like right. cute like that. Or, you know, there's a cat, the cat cafe, you know, yep. and there's like, play with cats or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite coffee shop of all time is the Dunkin' Donuts at 10th and Reed in South Philly. Uh, and great uh, theme. Great what's theme. the theme? Yeah, the theme actually, thank you for asking the theme at the Dunkin' Donuts at 10th and Reed in South Philly 
is uh, a bus station in the upside down. That's pretty much, if you're familiar with bus stations and the upside down from Stranger Things, that is, it's cold. There's sort of just like stuff falling from the ceiling. It's scary. Um, I live in South Philly and it's just, it's about five blocks south of me. It's in that little triangle where Pat East Passion comes through 10th and Reed. And it's a big, and there's uh, the Triangle Tavern. And then there's the, my favorite Acme in the world, which is right there at 10th and Reed, which used to be the Moiments in prison where H.H. Holmes was hung. Coincidentally, um, that phrase has never been uttered. My favorite Acme. <laughs> Pronounced Acme. Acme, yeah. yes, uh, my, my apologies. I know, I do need to throw the extra syllable in for- uh, is, the is the Demogorgon like a, just like a soggy mummer? <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. And he just, like, instead of like opening up and you know, screaming at you, he just kind of like, eh. He literally can't get his costume off and the gold paint is just warping and he just hits on every human being that comes in. Yes. He plays Friday nights at the Triangle Tavern with his trio. <laughs> he does, he does. I did see a gentleman the other day walking that, that intersection wearing a uh, very well-worn T-shirt, which I was very surprised because you would think it's new, but maybe it's not. Uh, it was a T-shirt that, of course, I'm assuming most of you have this T-shirt that says, Mummers Lives Matter, which, you know, I mean, talk about class and dignity right there. What, just, what, uh, what color line runs through the uh, black and white American flag on that one? Uh, it was just glitter. I think it was just glitter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a real classy gentleman. Series of homophobic phrases. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, just, just homophobic, just mildly racist, just lots of little, just mild. Oh. oh yeah, he got the mildly version. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, and that's for, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. <laughs> Is there a mildly racist? Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah, exactly. The other yeah. ones were sold out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had to go for that one. Um. So where the Dunkin' Donuts is? It's in its own little parking lot with it's that and a CVS, a 24-hour CVS. And it's like it's the type of place where like that CVS, like after 9 p.m. is basically run like on international waters. Like it's like anything, you can do whatever you want. And it's like, I'm not exaggerating. This, this happened the other morning at like 7 a.m. Uh, a, a gentleman uh, shot an off-duty police officer in the knee there like that was like just and and people just kept going into the cvs was like well we're just we need to get whatever we need to get so like it just doesn't phase anybody it's like it's like the saddest version of the game clue like if you know clue yeah. always like, colonel mustard with the you know with the revolver in the study but it's always like who slashed the grandmother it's like the guy on pcp with the ripped dr pepper can in the parking lot you know like it's like that yeah. and so it's it's always a little little weird and I, I walk in one day and this is this is my place. Is this the CVS at this point or the so this is the this is the Dunkin' Donuts I walk okay. into. And it's you picture the Dunkin' Donuts, it's exactly what you're picturing. It's sort of long and narrow. The counters to your left and then on the right there's a couple of tables and the tables are always it's like the crew that's there. It's like the breakfast club I like to call them but the South Philly Breakfast Club. They're all like the never ending small coffee. It's the tiniest Coffee. I don't know it's, where they get it. Like, I, I don't think it's even available. I think they just bring it. It is the tiniest shot glass of coffee. Yeah, and it's it's always that same crew. You know, they're just they're just from the neighborhood. They're always there. They congregate there probably like from like seven to ten thirty every morning. They're just there, and again, like you said, just they never finish that cup of coffee. 
Real, real quick, what's the over-under on, on the number of tracksuits being worn? Oh, um, I, at least, at least three, at least three in each. In, in out, each of, out of like nine guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would and, you, Chip, would you assume, other than maybe people working there, are you the youngest person in this establishment then? By 30 years. Okay. <laughs> by 30 years. And it's, it's mostly ladies. Uh, there's a, it's, I think it's a good mix, but it's, it, that main crew is like mostly like. Donuts is frequented by the ladies. The, la the ladies. So if hey, you want to meet some ladies, they're there. Chip, I mean, being in South Philly, you've got to have your choice of like local independent coffee shops with a lot of character. Yeah. What's more character than this? It's, this is, this is, this is like, I feel like I'm with my people here. Like, I feel like it's like my slice of life. It's, I, and I'm the type of guy too, who like, there's a great, uh, I'll give a plug, uh, right on the corner of 10th and Carpenter right by me is function coffee shop, great coffee shop run by a great guy, which I go to a lot now. Uh, cause I can swing in very easily and grab it, uh, and distance. And, uh, but w when I'm in like a nice little coffee shop, I'm always the type of guy that tries to sit there, get some writing done, get some reading done. And I just spend the time seething and staring at the person I hate most in the coffee shop who's like loudly talking on the phone or whatever it is. And, and you just like, I just seize on that person and it just ruins my experience and I have to leave. Well, it's a tremendous character study too, like to, to, to go to 10th and read. I mean, it's just, you, you can't make those guys up. You, can, you can't write for them. You can't, you, you, you can't do it, you know? No. Mario, Mario Puzo did a pretty good job. <laughs> he did. He, he he definitely did. I think he spent some time uh, at Tenth and Reed. He yeah. he one hundred percent did. Uh, so it's usually pretty jumping when I go in, and I'm not. I don't stay there. I go in. I get my coffee or my iced coffee. Uh, for those of you who want to know, it's a large coffee with just a little milk, no sugar. Mm. Uh, so I walk in. Whole milk chip. I believe so. I think that's what I just say milk, and they they give me whatever they give that's, me. That's that's pretty broad. They can do whatever they want. The wheel, brr, yeah, I I don't know what kind of uh, I should ask. Um, but I would go in and and you I kind of want to be a regular. It's like you want to be a regular, but I don't sit and stay a because all there's probably nine seats and they're always all taken. Right. And I just go in, I get my coffee, and I leave. Oh, 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 this guy. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're going to sit in my in, in my seat? Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Vinny, Vinny doesn't need his seat back. He's protecting Christopher Columbus right now. <laughs> He's a true patriot. <laughs> so, uh, so the one day I walk in and you, you kind of look in. You always want to kind of size it up before you walk in, you know, get get. And it was jumping like it usually is. Is so, it safe? I mean, am I going to get shot in the knee? You, you want to know what's, you know, what what's do is the, does there need to be a play you know do, do i need to you know yeah. look one way or the other and i, I just kind of look in through the doors and there's most of the ladies that are sitting there that they're usually there there's the kind of the guys that sit by the window you give a little wink or working give a little wink to the ladies yeah just a little hey what's up gladys you know just say, are, are, these ladies, are, are these ladies wearing pajama pants slippers and a hoodie mostly yeah yeah this is this is this is what yeah you you're you you're, you're Norman Rockwelling it, right? Perfectly. You're just, every detail is, is right there. So I, I see that they're all sitting there and there's about five people in line. So it's jumping. It's like 930 in the morning, maybe. So I walk in and I open the door and I notice as soon as I walk through the threshold, I notice that all of this is going on as well as there is a gentleman who looks like, if, if I had to put it, looks like Alan Arkin. So if you're familiar with Alan Arkin, okay. Love I, his work. I, 
put him in his 70s, uh, bald guy, uh, lanky, very tall, lanky guy, uh, who I've seen in there before. Um, he is lying on the ground, just lying on the ground next to the two tables of the ladies, of the regulars, lying on the down, just on his back, hands to his side, eyes closed, just, I'm assuming, unconscious. Okay. Just lying there. Everybody, there's nothing else out of order, though. You didn't get the, you didn't get the sense uh, that this was a bit? Well, that's what I didn't know. It's like, like is, is, is A, is he dead? Uh, did, did, he, did, his back, did he throw his back out? Um, He's not making any movements or sounds? Nothing. Could be a This is like, a great place for a power nap. Yeah, I was like, is this a viewing that I'm walking into? Like, that's the way he, like, arms to his side, just back. Like, and it's a skinny, you know, it's kind of a thin place, a narrow place. You yeah. went to Joey Two Fingers viewing? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. You know, you give wow. them the tip and, you know, they get you a little closer. You, you take your hat pin out and you poke them one just in case. Make sure just you do your money. Sure. Pour yeah. a little hot coffee out on them. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, you know, one for you. Slide a little envelope into his suit. You run your scalpel up the bottom of his foot and see if he clenches his toes. <laughs> see, we all have different methods we follow. You really do. I, we got some Presbyterians, some Catholics here. Yeah, we know what we're doing. <laughs> all I know is that nobody has willingly, in the history of time, ever touched their skin to the floor of a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. No. Yeah. no. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. No. And this is not the Dunkin' Donuts There's to start at. very wrong here. Very yes. Wrong. But, okay, but Jesse, here's the thing, though. According to ev everyone else in this Dunkin' Donuts, wildly disagrees with you because everybody's going about their business. I'm very concerned right now. I'm, I'm in your camp. I'm like, something is wrong. But that was the scariest part. Nobody else seemed to care. Paying him any mind. Nothing. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm a bit I, of a panicker when I see me, people laying flat on the floor. Me too. Me too. It, so. I know. I'm just, I, like, I walked in and I'm like, what is going... Like, and, and then it's like, I literally did. It's like, is this one of those like hidden camera, what would you do shows? Oh yeah. <laughs> Am I, is this, and I'm like, do I help this guy? Like what, but it's like, and then I'm like, did he just throw his back out? So he's like, I don't know what it's, I'm so freaked out at this point. He could literally have died before any of these people got in, but their cataracts, right. they have bifocal cataracts. They didn't have see no him. idea. They didn't see him. They didn't see him. So I'm trying to play it cool, but I like, can't and so like i'm making eye contact with the ladies who i'm assuming are with him because he's lying next to their table well almost like a like a golden retriever would you yep. know just like right there <laughs> and i literally have to scoot past this gentleman because it's a narrow place and they got the they got the little ropes for the to stand in line so i like i've never had to scoot past a corpse before it's not a fun situation like you're just like and, and I'm making contact with eye contact with the ladies to see if I'm like, is, are, are we kosher here? What is, is, is this okay? You know, I'm assuming they have it covered. So I'm like, okay. So I stand in line and, but I'm just, I'm like just trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And His they're just are closed. Like, eyes are closed. Just real just, quick. Did you just like put dibs on anything? We're like, I got dibs on the boots. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I love that hat. He's wearing, he's got a nice ball cap. Nice that ring, cap. that pinky ring is sweet. Yeah. Just, you know, you didn't you didn't notice the psychology student sitting in the corner recording your reactions. Mm. Right, exactly. Like taking down copious notes. I, I was like, what is going on? But I'm like, you got over enough to get in line. Exactly. I do get in line. 
<laughs> but like, I'm like, all right. And then it's like the group think mentality where I'm like, well, obviously they have this covered. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm like, this can't be. Here, so- here's something I just want to point out. There's a line. So other people have done this too. You're, you're in the line. I'm like number five in line at this point. <laughs> It is a psychology experiment. I've heard about this. This is awesome. It has to be, right? So I'm, I'm trying to listen to conversations to see if I can piece anything together, you know? And then finally, one of the ladies says to the other one kind of loudly, she's like, and just very matter-of-factly, as if like, oh, yeah, I spilled my coffee. She's like, yeah, he just ran in and punched him and ran out. Whoa. And I, I was like, what do I like? And I'm like, how? I'm like, so we're assuming him is the guy yeah. on the ground. Someone, the guy on the ground. Someone's got beef with Alan Arkin. You just yes. got to let, you gotta let, you, you gotta let it run its course. The circle of life. Like what? Let me ask you this. Are you, are you going to give CPR to a hyena? You, you know, Hakuna Matata. I might. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. At that point, the gentleman's eyes pop open. Oh, thank God. And he like sits up like Dracula style, like just, you know, boom, you know, just like 90 degree angle kind of sits up and just <gasps> and like and starts looking around. And he's totally dazed and like nobody's really doing anything. Then he starts to stand up and, and like he's an older gentleman. I'm, I'm putting him in his late 70s and he's, you know, he's and he's also been knocked out. Yeah, that's hard on a good day, standing up. Yeah. So he, like, starts going, like, stands up but starts losing his balance. I run through the, the, the ropes like I'm winning a race, you know, to like because yeah. America runs on Duncan. And, like, I, I, and I go to grab him, like, to, like, grab him. Oh, what a hero. Sit him down on a chair. And, and this is what I've learned, okay? This, this is what I've learned halfway through. And I, I want to tell all of you this. You are all nice adults, nice people, anybody who's listening, I learned this truth that if you ever walk into a Dunkin' Donuts, the next time you walk into a Dunkin' Donuts establishment, just know that you are in charge. (laughs) Like, you are the responsible adult. If if they nominate a block captain, it's going to be you. No matter where you are, you walk into a Dunkin' Donuts, you are in charge. Okay, You're the leader. I'm apparently. They never make my coffee right, and if I could just go back there and just do it real quick, I, I'm sure you know. Carte blanche, yeah. carte blanche, and like, sure, and the, the thing is, the the people who work there behind the counter, they are very efficient, very hard worker. They don't have time to deal with a, a physical altercation on the other side of the counter. Well, Chip, that's sweet. You you you're 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 considering that this was the first knockout of the day. I, that is true. That is true. You know, they have, this is their third or fourth, you know, they've, yeah. they've gone through, they've, Tenth, they've danced. And Reed, it is not the first unconscious person on the floor. No, no, it's, that, that is true. That is. If they address them all. They'll never get anything done. Yeah. And if I could just, if I could just point out as a young straight white man, when you walk into a room, yeah. you're automatically in charge. That's what it is. I, that's what I've been told. Damn. I was so, given a badge. And Jesse, was that so hard? <laughs> exactly. Right. It's awkward. This podcast is awkward because there are four of us, 
And we're negotiating. We don't know who's who's in charge. Hey, I I think I can. I maybe you. I don't know. Well, we know it's not her. It's just not. We can narrow that down. We can narrow that down. Okay, we got. And I'm too early. I'm out. So she's out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't possibly be her. Kevin and I have the beards. I think it's between one of us. I don't. He's ever younger. You shaved, Ian. Younger. That's on you. You would have right. been the boss, but you shaved. Yep. It's on you now. That lip right there. I know. It's so huge. The younger of you is the winner. So. Right. Right. All hail Chip. Thank you. Thank you. We, we defer to your leadership, sir. All right. So. I 37 cents out of every dollar I work. <laughs> and I put it in the cup. As a tip in uh, Dun at Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> so I kind of like sit the guy down, and then I like I grab. I, I was like, "Can I get some water for him?" So and they're like, "Oh yeah, sure. Here's some water." So I like, give him some water, you know, and, and 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 he's like, "What happened?" And everybody's looking at this point, and so he's sitting on a chair at this point, and he's you like, "What?" Tell happened? him anything. Tell right. him anything. Exactly. But here's the thing: nobody said anything. No, so not they, down there. No way. There. Yeah. So they're just like, there were no eyewitnesses. So nobody, he's like, what happened? And I was like deferring to like, do you want to tell him? And like, I'm the last guy in. So then I, but then I'm like, I guess I have to tell him. Those ladies are not snitches, dude. Oh, they're not telling exactly. him nothing. So I was like, I think. You could have done anything. It was like re regarding Henry. You yes. Have, yeah. You could have done anything. Started your grandson. Sure. Yeah. You could have been like, sweetheart, it's okay. You're, you're going to be okay, sweetheart. I, I could have overboarded him, is what you're saying. Totally. That's yeah. That's the modern. <laughs> that's the modern regarding Henry. Overboard. I want to see him walking behind you right now, cleaning your apartment. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Thank you. Wearing wearing your wife's robe. Alan right. Arkin. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Alan Arkin. So I'm I'm your son, Adam Arkin. Son of <laughs> Hope. You know me. We're, we're both very successful. I'm more yeah. of a director. Yeah, I'm more. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm behind the camera. So then, at this point, I am sort of relieved because another gentleman comes running in to the Dunkin' Donuts. He's on his phone. He comes out. He's like, "All right, I called nine one one. They're on their way." Oh, straight white guy to the rescue! Thank goodness. I know, right? So it's thank like God there was two of them there. I know. Oh so I was like, okay, at least the police slash ambulance, whoever, they're on their way. So, and this guy's got a knot on the back of his head. Sure. Like, I'm, like it's a golf ball size, just knot on the back of his head. And he's dazed and, you know, and he's like, what happened? Two hits. I yes. hit you and you hit the floor. Hit the floor. And that's exactly what it was. So he's looking at me and I was like, I think somebody punched you. I think that's what happened. He's like, I don't have any enemies. And I was like, I'm sure you don't. I, 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 but I'm just trying to like, just, so finally a, a police officer shows up and starts taking, like, they're talking to some of the witnesses out front. And so I go out and I'm like, hey, is, can somebody look at him? He's not doing too well. And the cop's like, yeah, we'll get to that. And I'm like, I was like, oh, I don't want to ruin your to-do list here, you know, but I was like, he could be, I don't, he could be hemorrhaging blood. So the cop knows if he steps into that Dunkin' Donuts, it's all business for him. He's got a. He's got things to do. It's like Field of Dreams, you know. Yes. Moonlight Graham. That cop changes. Yeah. Before we started the story, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but uh, the Dunkin' Donuts on Tenth and Reed has seceded. <laughs> the union. 
from the union yeah it's it's its own it's its own uh praetoria or whatever it is in uh, uh is that what it is is that what it is i don't know i don't read books yeah that sounds good to me yeah uh so so finally the the police officer comes and starts talking to him so i'm like all right i'm stepping i can be done now so then i do the most awkward thing i step back on the other side of the ropes to order my coffee because i was like well I guess I just got to order my coffee now. I mean, I can I get a, a cup of water and an iced coffee, please. Yeah, just, <laughs> can I just get an iced coffee? It's for the gentleman. Uh, so I just I get my iced coffee and I I leave. I just I just I just get out of there. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing. So so, but I, I can't stop thinking about it, right? So the next morning, I, I have to go back. Like I have to go back the, the next. Did morning. you lay awake all night? Well, just real quick, what was that guy hearing as the cop is talking to him? He's just like, "Well, why, why, we think you're why, why you a one hundred percent, one hundred percent, yeah, yeah." And Steve, I just all night. That's all I was thinking about is this gentleman is just like, is is he dead? Like he could be, like he could be taken to the hospital and die. Like this yeah. is is this he is still there? Work. He could still be laying there. You don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, so so the next morning I go back because I a. I need my coffee. I mean, number one. And B, I was like, I want to find, is, is he going to be back? Is he still going to be there? Or at the very least, am I going to finally dip my toe and socialize with those ladies for the, that I've always wanted to, to be like, hey, what happened? Based on the amount of information that you got the day prior, it was very big of you to think that you'd go back there and get more information. That I get anything. Yes. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm... I'm, I'm, other, I'm other, other than Shiv in the corner by the right. orange... Yeah, I'm I, I'm not, I'm not Truman Capote. I don't know how to do this to go into this town and find out about it. So I go in and I kind of ask around, and like no, and again, totally correct. Ian, nothing. Like no, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what's going on. I ask the people behind the counter, and they're just like, "You a cop? You a cop? Yeah, you a cop. You gotta yeah. tell us. You have yeah. to tell us if you, you are. Have to tell us. This you in charge? charge? You in yeah. charge? Are you in charge? I'm like, well, Thank obviously. You. So no sign of them. So I was like, well, mystery is just never going to be solved. I get my coffee. I walk out the doors into the parking lot. And here comes the gentleman walking towards. Alan Arkin? Alan Arkin. Yes, just having a grand old time, just walking down. Was he wearing a hat on the bump? He was. And it was like, it was very, it was like, yeah, it it, it was tilted very, uh, uh, haphazardly so i was like oh hey how are you doing and he's like oh pretty good how you doing and just keeps walking and i was like no 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 <laughs> not this wasn't just a pleasantry i was like how are you doing you were i haven't slept sir <laughs> yeah, can you please so i was like i was uh, you got hit yesterday i, I was- saved your life <laughs> we had a, we had a moment i was in charge i was in charge Tell I, me I was in charge Charles is in charge of your days and your nights. I'm, I'm, I'm the white guy that helped you. Yes. Do you see my skin, sir? And he, I was like, he, and I was like, oh no, you got hit. And, and, and he was like, oh, were you there? And I was like, yeah, I was talking to you for a second. And like, so he doesn't remember any of that. I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, I'm all right. I got this bump. I'm all right. I was like, well, did you, and then I said, I was like, well, did you find anything else about the guy? Like, did you know the guy? And I was, I, now I'm just, I want to find out. Huh? He's like, yeah, I don't know the guy. Apparently it was a gentleman who 
hangs out in front of the Dunkin' Donuts a lot, uh, has had some issues and it's, you know, some mental issues and that type of thing. Apparently what happened is they must have got, I don't know if it was a one-sided altercation or something happened, or he just decided to, you know, take a swing at somebody and then ran off. Uh, but so I asked him, I was like, did they catch the guy? Do you know? And they're like, oh yeah, they got him like three blocks down. They found him. They got him. I was like, well, that's good. I was like, are you doing okay? And then this is what he said to me. He just looks at me. He's like, yeah, well, they told me that I got a swing or two in too. So, you know, fair fight. <laughs> and then just turns and walks into the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Oh and that is why Dunkin' Donuts at 10th and Reed in South Philly is my favorite coffee shop. The M. Night Shyamalan twist is that the guy that punched him was the last guy who was laid out in the Dunkin' Donuts on 10th and Reed. He took his place. The cycle continues. Who now is the Fisher King? It's going to be me next, I think. I think that's oh, what it is. For sure, dude. You're, you're walking a fine line getting to know these people. You've been really sucked am. into a vortex. Yep. Yes. Yes. But hey, <laughs> the coffee's so good. It really is. And I can't go back anymore. I haven't been back because you have to go in to the, they don't, you can't do it like right at the, like, you know, with distancing. Yeah. So I, it's been months since I've been in, been in the place. You know what you should do is bring in a plaque of yourself as like a hero customer. Yeah. And just hang it up. No one would even know. Like if you could just do it like beside the orange juice vending machine so they don't see it much. I mean, they don't clean out there. Obviously not. I can just put it right there. Yeah, I'm good. With a little note that says, this guy gets free coffee. Yeah, that's all I want, is just, just a free cup of coffee every now and then for being a hero. And a pat on the back for being in charge. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You deserve it. Yeah, upper management is what I want. Good work, white guy. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.